1: Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved,
2: we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
3: Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps>
5: Hey everybody, what's going on? Rob Cesarino back here with our first double exit interview of the brand new Survivor season. So excited to be back. And it was a really, really fun Survivor 44 premiere. Last night I broke it all down with Stephen Fishback. Uh, we had some interesting theories about what went on here in the Survivor 44 premiere. Based on uh, some of what we'll hear today, let's find out how accurate we were in terms of what we had to say. If this is your first season with us, welcome. If you are somebody who has been around for a long time, great to have you back. Let me tell you a little bit about how things are gonna go this season. We have, of course, the exit interview. We'll do this every Thursday on thursday afternoon i will speak with a survivor alumni about what they saw today i'll be talking with the first person voted out of survivor 43 mariah young really looking forward to catching up with her and then this week on monday nights i will have our survivor feedback show i wanted to give the listeners more of a chance to get their questions in if you have survivor questions you can send them in at any time Rob has a website slash survivor questions and send them our way. We will also tweet out that link on social media so you can get your questions in for our survivor feedback show where we have a little bit more fun uh, with the episode and get into some of your uh, questions that you have coming into next week. Plus, I've got a lot of exclusives for our patrons, but I'll tell you more about that at the end of the show. Let's get into our exit interview. I'm going to put the Maddie exit interview first because that pertains more to the big strategy moments from the episode. And then we will talk with Bruce and our old friend, Jordan Kalish, will be back for this week in Survivor History. You can also watch these videos on our YouTube channel at robhiswebsitecom slash YouTube. Uh, so let's uh, bring in my exit interview with Maddie. Good morning, Maddie. Uh, very excited to talk about this whole situation. What a wild tribal council. What a start to Survivor 44.
3: Sorry, what would you say? I sighed so loud I couldn't even hear it. Yeah,
5: well, I mean, for you, maybe the start could be better. But, now, okay, what the heck happened uh, at that tribal council?
3: Uh, Rob, where do we start? So, um, let's start with Matthew. Okay. Early on, Matthew's climbing the rock and we're watching him climb the rock. I'm talking with Cain Kane, and Cain's like, I like Matthew and I'm like, Yeah, the guy climbing the rock because Kane wanted to work with Matthew. Um, And I'm like, then he falls from the rock. I'm like, you want to work with the guy that just fell off the rock? That dude's a wild card. And the thing about Matthew and why I'm so wary of him is I'm a wild card too, baby. And the scariest thing in Survivor is someone who you don't know what they're going to do. So I had no issues with Brandon. Wasn't worried about Brandon. He's an old school player. I know exactly what that guy's going to do. I know how he's going to play. Matthew, I don't know what he's going to do. So very worried about Matthew. Then we're all looking for the idol. Kane's watching this group. I'm watching Brandon. I see Brandon futzing around. I'm like, the you're acting weird, dude. <laughs> like, it's very obvious. Then he puts the idol somewhere else. And he's like, oh, I found it. I've been watching Survivor 22 years. You think I think that you found an idol under some leaves? no. no freaking chance. So I, my pride got in the way and I like, couldn't let him have it. He's an alpha. I'm an alpha, the six foot four professional football player and a five foot two not professional athlete, (laughs) like going at it. Very big personalities, very competitive people. I just couldn't stand down to the guy. Um, so when he, found the idol and tried to dupe me and say that he had just found it when he had replaced it. And then when he wanted to play it without playing with me, I knew there's no inroads with this dude. So my target goes from Matthew to Brandon.
5: Yeah.
3: If you're not with me, you're against me. That's just how I am. So, um, I know I want Brandon out. So we're in this challenge. It's a three hour challenge. He's down. It's not looking good. We suck at puzzles. Everybody knows if we lose, we're voting for Jamie. Like, that was obvious. She was just a little bit on the outs. um, And come hell or high water, I was not letting a girl go home. So we're sitting, pushing these 400-pound blocks. I think Jeff said the whole thing was 4,000 pounds, the puzzle. And I'm looking at Brandon on the side with the IV. And I'm like, what if I... Mm -hmm. What if I... Mm, What if I... (laughs) And I'm already thinking, like, okay, I think I'm gonna try to get him out if we lose this thing. So we get back to camp, and I know that two things have to happen. I gotta switch Lauren and I gotta get Jamie. And I can't tell Matthew. So the first thing I do, I go to Lauren. I'm like, Lauren had an advantage. I knew she had an advantage, Brandon knew she had an advantage. We're the only two people that know that. So if I get rid of Brandon, then I'm Lauren's number one. Okay. So I'm like, I got to get this guy out. I flip Lauren, who's working with Brandon. I'm like, good. Okay, this might work. I go to Jamie. She's down. I'm like, crap, this might work. I go to find Kane to get my last number and I can't find him. And so standing there is the one person that I say that I can't trust, who I initially wanted out, number one, Matthew. And I go up to Matthew and I tell him the plan, and that's what you see at Tribal when Brandon knows to play his idol when he knows to vote for Jamie and not me. It's from Matthew.
2: Okay, it's
5: it's for Matthew that it, that what do you mean by that?
3: It's from it's from Matthew. From Sorry. Matthew.
5: Matthew told Brandon to play his idol.
3: Yes, absolutely.
5: Okay. Brandon playing his, I'm sorry, Matthew playing his shot in the dark based on what you knew from that night. Was that sort of was he paranoid, or did you get the sense that that was part of his plan also?
3: I think it was part of his plan.
4: Interesting. He made a smart
3: move. Yeah, he he stole my homework. He put his name on it, and he and he like put a plus on the A. Like okay. he he just took my move and he made it better. And yeah baller move
5: maddie thank you so much for that you're filling in a lot of holes for us because based (laughs) off of what we saw jamie comes across as jest she's paranoid and she's gonna put down her name on the shot in the dark for no reason you say she had ample reason to uh be writing her, her name down kudos to her for hitting the shot in the dark um you at tribal council uh that what name did you think that brandon was going to be writing down
3: Yeah. So I thought he was going to write down Jamie. Um, I was well aware going into tribal that this was a 50, 50 chance of me going home. I knew if I were to put this into play that it's like the difference of rock climbing with a rope or without a rope rock climbing is cool. That's Matthew with a rope. You get up the wall or you can rock climb without a rope and you free solo. And it's really cool if you get up the wall. And I was sort of playing survivor like that. It's like, I just wanted to, I don't know how to half-ass anything. (laughs) So I was like, I don't want to just do an easy vote. It's not good for my game if Brandon stays in. He clearly, we all see it. He doesn't want to work with me. And um, I figured going in that if I could keep Brandon comfortable, that he's an old school player and never in Survivor history has anyone played their idol At the first tribal. Mm -hmm. I know that. I'm a super fan. Yeah. And he's an old school player. He wants to keep tribe strength. I was the most competitive physical female player. He he's not with me strategically, but he wants tribe strength. So I'm like, I'm fine. Um, and I was going in there just calling his bluff. Basically, if he plays his idol, maybe he votes for me. Maybe he votes for Jamie. It was just a showdown. You got an alpha and an alpha and I'm like stand there with my hands on my hips. Like, you going to play it mm-hmm. like <laughs> that was sort of the vibe. Um, yeah. But yeah, I was I I knew when Jeff said before he turned the parchment when he said the second player voted out of Survivor, I knew it was me um, because Jamie shot had worked. So if it wasn't, he would have said, you know, this votes for Jamie doesn't work. Uh, yeah.
5: Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. If you could have Groundhog dayed this thing uh, and done that Tribal Council Day over again, what would the plan have been for you? Or that's, you know what? No regrets. That's what it was. No, no,
3: no. The perfect plan is I still make a big move, period. Brandon had to go. Why? First of all, he was coming up to me, telling me who to vote for. You've got the wrong girl. No, thank you. Um, Also, I want to say when I was telling Lauren he's the godfather that's called projection i was the godfather i was in with everyone i there's a reason i had the plan like i was not scared of brandon at all um wait rob i'm so hungover what's your question
5: okay if you could have done that tribal council day okay. over again what would the right plan have been
3: okay do i have to start from the top
5: no just keep going okay
3: so the perfect plan is that I still go for Brandon. And it's the original plan. I had the original plan. Leave Matthew out. Don't tell the wild card. Yeah. Don't tell him anything. And had I not told Matthew, Brandon would have thought that Jamie's going home and he probably would have been too afraid to play his idol.
5: And it was just because Kane was talking to Matthew at the time that you went over to go talk to Kane. Yeah. It's, that's Survivor. Um, okay. So, so many more uh, questions. Um, okay. Okay. Going back to Lauren, okay. Uh, and you, you know, she you you mentioned that you you knew she had something. Did did she tell you, or you could just tell by the way that she acted?
3: Well, okay. You could tell by the way she acted. <laughs> I love Lauren. She came back like, hey everyone, I'm back, and then delivered like the sad news that she had lost her vote. It just the energies didn't match. Um, but also I was working with Lauren, so she told me. Mm-hmm. She told me, she told Brandon another reason I needed Brandon gone. Um, my original target was Matthew, but then when I found out that Brandon and Lauren were working together and she was my number two, um, I wanted to be her number one. So I was like, let me get her other number one out. And then I have Lauren in my back pocket. Um, so yeah, I, I did know, and I was fine with her not playing her vote. I said, you don't want to vote for Brandon. Cause you told him you would never vote for him. Don't do it. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't need all the votes. I just needed enough. And um, my biggest regret, okay, so two things. Don't tell Matthew, split the fricking vote, dude. Why didn't I split the vote? One on Matthew, one on Brandon. If Brandon plays his idol, then we re-vote. It's probably between me and Matthew. I'm in with everyone. I'm telling you, I was in a really mm-hmm. good spot. Matthew goes home.
5: Yeah, but if you didn't know that Matthew was going to play the shot in the dark, wouldn't there two votes uh, have one out there?
3: Wait, say say that again.
5: If you split your votes one one and one, then uh, if Matthew and Brandon vote together, you didn't know Matthew was going to play his shot in the dark.
3: Yeah, but his shot in the dark didn't work.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: right. So, so let's say all things are are the same. Right, his shot in the dark. He still plays the shot in the dark. Yeah, and it doesn't work. We can still vote for Matthew. No, yeah.
5: you you could, but if you didn't know he was going to play it, then he would still. They would have two votes. Like if you that if they if you know how would you know that he's going to play a shot in the dark?
3: Right. Yeah. Right, right, right. No, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe, yeah, you're right. Maybe that's why I didn't do it. It's I rack my brain. Yeah. I mean, I'm a huge fan. Like, okay. why, why didn't I add more protection for myself?
5: All right. Look, uh, there's a lot going on. Okay. All right. Um, tell me about uh why was Kane somebody that you uh gravitated to?
3: Um, I was watching Kane on the boat ride in, and he was playing with his hands like this, and I was just like, I like this guy. <laughs> um I thought that strategically Brain uh, Kane and I could work with different people and protect each other and then come together when nobody's looking and share information. That's exactly what we did the entire time that I was there. We would have been very powerful and we wanted the hell out of Ratu. I wanted to blow Ratu to, to smithereens. I didn't give a crap. I would go to tribal every time. I as long as I was in control, I saw tribal as a tool and I did not care. Um, And I think Kane understood that. And he's a strategist. I'm a strategist. And um, we just worked well together. I also really liked Lauren and Jamie. And I was gonna come hell or high water, protect the women. And the irony of that is I fell on my sword. And I really hope that they kill it. um, Because I... I did it for a reason, you know, as a sacrifice.
5: I totally get that from you from the preseason. So uh, you were very fun to watch on the show that I hope that we do uh, one day get to see more. And at the very least, I hope that we can recap the Survivor 45 premiere, Maddie.
3: You have to have me back, Rob.
5: Yes. Okay, well, done, done, okay? All right, I know you got to run. You got so many interviews to do today, but this was really, really fun. Thank you for bringing so much information to light here and helping us understand uh, a really wild first tribal council. Yeah, totally. Okay, Matt, all the best. Feel better, okay? (laughs) We'll talk to you soon. I'm struggling, bye. Bye. All right, everybody, there you have it. There was Maddie, and boy, uh, that was very informative in terms of what we uh, didn't get to see on the show last night. Uh, things make a lot more sense. Uh, I mean, kudos to Matthew, who uh, seemingly played that very well. Uh, a lot of the things we talked about on Survivor know it last night, actually, it seems like uh, that was the case, and for Maddie, just a, a case of bad luck of having to, you know, that they really do rush you to tribal council and so there's a lot that has to be done after you lose that challenge and then i think that that time frame of like the period from when you lose the challenge to going to tribal council is a very slim window so you have to be making some like aggressive calls there and so really liked getting to talk to maddie uh you know one of my favorite types of players to get to talk to uh especially on the exit interview and to have on the show so I think that would love to have uh, Maddie back on Rob as a podcast at the very least. And certainly uh, somebody that I would love to watch again on Survivor. So we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk to the first person who left the season, the first medevac of the season and somebody who we might be seeing again on Survivor uh, very soon. According to some news uh, that came out, we'll be talking with Bruce right after this.
6: 18
5: plus. Hey, Bruce. Good morning. How are you doing?
6: I'm awesome. How are you?
5: (laughs) I'm doing fine. Uh, Bruce, just before we talk survivor, I know you're really pumped up to, uh, get to chat. I just want to make sure, uh, health wise, everything is good. No, uh, lingering effects from the survivor experience.
6: Everything is perfect. Everything is absolutely perfect.
5: All right, Bruce. Well, let's talk about, uh, what exactly happened to you because, um, it just seemed like, and this is very uh, understandable, you just were so fired up to jump out of the gate uh, that just hit that first obstacle. Was that what it was? Just like way too much adrenaline coming out of the gate?
6: You know, um, I've always been one to go 110% with whatever it is that I do. Um, and it was actually the first obstacle was when I, we went underneath the log. Um, the, I hit the second obstacle on the way down. Um, and it's, I'm not blaming it on anybody else other than myself and my shirt that I was wearing.
5: (laughs) The shirt. What was the shirt's problem?
6: The shirt's problem. Listen, I, (laughs) I bought the shirt. I'm like, yes, I love the shirt, but I'm wearing this shirt today. I can go like this. I can do all sorts of good stuff with it. With that shirt, I could just go like this. The shirt was too tight. It was too tight. It wasn't a flexible material. So when I put my arm down. My elbow, yeah. I had a little stuff right here. There so we go.
5: Were you thinking ahead of like, hey, I'm going to be out there 26 days. I'm going to lose 25 pounds. So let me buy the shirt a little small. You've been there. Yep. You know what I'm talking about. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, Bruce, we have to talk about, this was some big news that I heard. I just listened this morning to the brand new official Survivor podcast On Fire with Jeff Probst. And I heard you... But then, after Jeff Probst hung up with you, I heard the big announcement that you have been officially named and invited to have an open invitation to come back for a future season. Now, how does this? Is this like Money in the Bank pass? Do you just get to call but, in like I'm ready? Put me in.
6: Um, I don't know the particulars in regards to it, but I'm I I am overjoyed and overwhelmed. It's you know. There's something to be said. I had a bunch of people at my watch body yesterday because I knew that this was my hurrah. Yeah. So I got as many people as I could. And and the people, everyone that was there came to me and they're like, going back on that show. We're going to have, we're going to, we're going to start a hashtag. Get Bruce back on Survivor. Whatever the hashtag Don't need was. it. <laughs> it was all set in motion. I didn't even know. Rob, I had my phone in my pocket and and I can't see my phone. I can't see because I I need my glasses. I didn't take my glasses with me, but it all comes to my watch. So it vibrates on my watch every time I get a message. So at the beginning, kept getting it all. And then while the the show was airing, nothing. And then at the end, just kept going for at least 30 minutes. So then I get home. My wife is already laying in bed. She's scrolling through all the well wishes, this, that, and the other from all of our friends and family. And I'm like, let me grab my phone. So I, I get in bed, I put my glasses on, lay in bed, and I look at my phone, and it's like, Bruce, Bruce, oh, my God, oh, my God, Bruce, Bruce, Bruce. And then there was a link, so I clicked on the link, and it went to the podcast. And going through, listening, 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 all of a sudden, Jeff's like, here's a big announcement. Cue the music. And then, <laughs> the music, and he says it. When I tell you, I cried like a baby. Wow. I am not going to lie to you. It yeah. was some of the greatest news, aside from the birth of my kids, the marriage to my wife, um, my being adopted as a kid. Like that was right up top yeah. with all of that. So it was amazing.
5: Bruce, are you currently in training now for your return to survivor?
6: Do I look it? it. I don't. Look, it.
5: <laughs> you look good. Look good. Okay. All <laughs> right. So, Bruce, I, now. I'm really interested to know because you were on the beach for that one day, but you also, you know, sustained that injury. So were you even able to like think about the game, or were you sort of like a like business as usual? And then you know the symptoms started to come back really hard at nighttime.
6: I like that you said that it was it was business as usual. It was you know we we get to the beach and we have things that need to get done. Like I'm not even I, like. There's no way to get around it. If you have to get things done, you have to get them done. So I'm helping getting bamboo. I'm helping with with all the things that need to be done. And it was like a it was a gradual decline over the course of the day. Okay. Um, Yeah, it was like a seven when it happened and a seven all day. And at the end of the day, it was 10. Like that's how bad it was, a 10 out of 10.
5: Okay, great. Well, then you could tell us a little bit about your interactions with the members of your tribe. Again, just based off of what you witnessed out there on the beach, uh, we actually heard Carolyn uh, say later on in the episode that the only person I talked to was Bruce. Uh, Did you have strategic conversations with Carolyn
6: and what was that like? Our conversations were, were on the human level. Yeah, nothing to do with the game, which is absolutely awesome. Um, You know, I was able to bond with her and have conversations with her. You know, we talked about my kids, her kids, and that's that's basically what it came down to. Um, That's that's one of the things that I miss, um, and I was kind of upset because when I left as early as I did, I didn't have the ability to strategic to strategically talk to people just because my mind wasn't there. Yeah, like I just wasn't thinking about. You know, strategizing and doing all this other stuff, and hey, who's this? Hey, what do you think about? No, I, none of that happened. None of it.
5: Okay, so, but based off of your personal conversations with Carolyn, did the edit accurately represent uh, what it was like to live with Carolyn?
6: I'm gonna be honest with you. I was at a party last night. I didn't see the. I didn't see the whole entire thing. I didn't see that interaction, so I can't comment on it. I okay. I all wish right. I could. Okay, uh, but the
5: vibe of what you saw from Carolyn, that was like uh, what she's like in real life.
6: Carolyn is is beautiful. Yeah. She's an amazing human being. Okay. Amazing human being. All right. Uh how about uh Jam Jam? <laughs> Larger than life, man. I love him. He's awesome. Okay. Uh Carson. Carson. Carson is awesome too. Everybody. Mm-hmm. Listen, I'm gonna put a full blanket over yeah. Every single person is there. I love them all. When and I will tell you, when I was I was in you know my the hospital when I had left, you know, my questions were in regards to my tribe. And I thought about my tribe when I was there, and, and you know, my family obviously they, they thought I was there with them. Um, but I thought about my tribe and how they were going to do, and how I felt like I was letting them down because yeah. I had left. You know, so. But every single person, all of them, all of them, just absolutely amazing people.
5: Did you have a chance to stumble upon the bird cage during your time on the island?
6: I did. Okay. I did. We 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 as a group saw it.
5: What were your thoughts about uh, how to operate around the bird cage?
6: Put your hands in like this and just pull it open and grab something yes. out. <laughs> that was my thought. Yeah. Um,
5: yeah. Because correct me if I'm wrong, you spoke in the preseason about not really wanting to be somebody who was really very uh, over eager to go out and look for advantages.
6: That is correct. You know, and that that's that's my thought process in the game because it's, you know, it's a social game. You want to be social. You want to be able to know who people are. And even when with my head hurting the way that it was, me and Carolyn going for that for a walk and talking about who she is and who I am, that held more weight than looking at a bird cage sitting there with something inside of it. Like that, that potential beware advantage, you know? So I'm aware of that. Like, I know that that happened in Jamal ship and got burned by that. Like, you know, I saw that and I'm like, eh, okay, yeah, gotcha. That's mm-hmm. right there. Yeah. So that was
5: it. So based off of your time just on day 1, did you start to have a sense of like who you thought might be in some trouble in the tribe?
6: Um I I'm going to I'm going to say I thought I was. Yeah. I thought I was clearly at that moment in time, if I were not to you know brag, I was stronger than everyone on the tribe. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I can say that for myself personally, but, but I was now diminished. I was now a weak link in the tribe.
4: Mm
6: -hmm. And and the, the, the I'm sorry, but the doctor said, Bruce, go back to camp. Don't do anything. Just go back to camp. We need you to get better. Just, you know, the tribe will be okay. Oh, hell no. I go back and I'm cutting bamboo and I'm moving stuff and uh, let's do this. I'm helping with the fire. Like, you know, that's because this game, even though it's social, it's a social experiment, it's still this still strategy that goes on, and if I'm sitting there like you know, laying back, yeah, I'm out. Were there any
5: fun moments that you had with the tribe on day one that we didn't get to see in
6: the premiere? <sighs> um, I'm gonna say yes, there were. Yeah, but as far as for me being able to recall them to the. The extent of what they were, yeah. I I really can't. Like I, I was just. It was all more about my head and what was going on.
5: Okay, Bruce. So you did all this preparation to go out there and then got right up to the fin, to the starting line, and got in, got in, into the game before uh the injury. Is there anything that you did prep wise uh, to get ready for Survivor that you feel like that now? as you're somebody who's going to get ready to go back eventually that you would do differently?
6: Um Yes, I would be more flexible. Yes. <laughs> um, but no, I, you know, the prep that I did, you know, I, I ate a lot. I, I swam at the pool, you know, not well, but I swam at the pool, um, you know, went to the gym on a regular basis. I, you know, the food that I was eating was good food, um, you know, I don't, uh, there wouldn't be anything different. I would prep again the same way. I would probably take a little bit different of a, of a tact by way of, um, you know, how often I do things, um, and then kind of go from there, but it was, there, there really wouldn't be that much of a change because I know that what I did before would have probably helped me very well in the game aside from being flexible. Mm -hmm. I would definitely
5: a cotton shirt. Yes. Well, now we know that. Now we know stretchable <laughs> fabric is very important. Okay. And then, as you know, a big fan who goes out there, is there anything that a fan who is going to go out on Survivor, like, what's the one thing they can't prepare for?
6: They, they, they cannot. They cannot prepare for not being with your family. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's that's the biggest part of it all. You can't, you know, you can take someone, you know, You put them in a dark room for five days and they know that they can come out. Hey, there's my family. No, there's nothing like not being able to talk to your family, see what's going on. Like I miss my kids, you know, softball and baseball playoffs, like that's yeah. that's tough mentally. well i heard
5: you tell jeff that you uh, got home from survivor and went right to one of the games and you know bruce said that i played survivor as a much younger man and so when i did it oh wow this is so fun Well, great uh, 39 days wonderful but as a adult as a dad uh you know the, the prospect of then you know going to go do an adventure like this like i, I have no idea what that would be like like i, I think it would be very difficult
6: yeah. And it is, it, it's extremely difficult. And I got the buy-in from everyone in my household. It wasn't just me saying, "Ha, ah, um, I'm, you know, this big, huge person that wants to be on TV and it's all about me. No, I got the buy-in from them. And once they gave me the buy-in, once they all said it was okay, yes, dad, this is your dream. This is what you love. You love Survivor. We've watched it every, every year with you. Um, except for episode one through three of season one, I had to go back and watch them mm-hmm. because it was late. <laughs> uh, but my, they, they all gave me the buy-in and, and once, once you get that, it's like, okay, now it gives you the ability to go to the gym all the time. It gives you the ability to, you know, eat the food that's in the house and say, don't touch that. I need to eat it because I need it. Like, it's so much easier to do those kind of things, but everybody's in the buy-in.
5: Okay. Well, Bruce, uh th- this is, you know, just a pit stop here on your survivor journey. So <laughs> we're looking forward to uh seeing you again sometime in the in the new, near future. I appreciate it. All right, okay. <laughs> Bruce, uh all right, keep in touch, okay? All the best to you.
6: Thank you very much. I appreciate okay.
5: it. Take care. Bye. All right, everybody. There you have it. Bruce, who is made history, the first confirmed returning player here in the new era. So, I mean, he made a real impression on Jeff. I mean, you saw it in the episode. And then if you listen to the podcast that uh Jeff just really loves the guy and, you know, you can see why. And so well, this is going to be very interesting to see Bruce as a returning player at some point in the not-too-distant future uh, based off of what Jeff said on the podcast. So uh, congratulations to Bruce. Really nice to get the chance to talk to him. Of course, we are going to get to catch up with an old friend. Jordan Kalish is coming back for another season of This Week in Survivor History. We will get to that with Jordan when we come back right after this. Okay, round two. Name something that's not
4: boring.
5: All right, everybody. Uh, what a treat to kick off the Survivor season. Look who's back. The guy who's taking a break from covering uh, what's going on down at Yankee Spring Training. Here he is. It's Jordan
0: Kalis. Jordan, how are you? Uh, doing, doing great, Rob. Had a, a nice off season. Uh Last time I spoke to you, we had three tremendous guests here, and I'm, I'm hoping they, they secretly pop up again. That was so much fun to have uh, the 42 crew. Yeah, anybody missed that? We did the Twish
5: Ultimate Trivia Challenge with Omer, Marianne, and Zach Wartenberger. And I have to say that those uh, three really know their stuff. That There was a time when I could say that there was no, uh, like, undoubtedly, I knew more about Survivor than anybody else who had ever played Survivor. Um, And it wasn't close. And now I have to say
0: that um, I, I might not be in the top five anymore. I, I got to say it's one of my favorite things of the new era. I think we've de- uh, developed a new ner- nerd squad of Survivor Trivia. Uh, you, you're still definitely in the squad, Rob. And I, and I think that yes, you did get defeated uh, by I don't I don't I don't know. Are we spoiling the winner? I think people already know who won who, who won tw- uh, Twitch Ultimate Trivia from a couple weeks mm-hmm. ago. So I think we can spoil that that Omer won and he did defeat you. Um, but I think you're still, you're still clearly in the squad. Uh, I think that Marianne and Zach, if they had won, would have maybe been able to hold their own and they could, they could have beat you too, I'm the uh, but you're a champion. You you are. I, I I don't know if anyone is going to do better than you, survivor wise, uh, in like a pre uh, pre, pre let's say uh, heroes Vill- heroes versus villains and earlier uh, trivia. What's considered old school nowadays? I feel like anything is the '30s old school. Well, I can't even have the old era of pre Survivor 40. You you cut okay, me down sure. to what? Who's who oh, knows of- more than me between seasons 21 and 40? Of- Okay, I see what you mean. of Of contestants from from pre forty for sure. I thought you meant. What do you mean it, like fans from from? I, no, I th- I thought you were talking about like trivia from from pre forty. Yeah. No, I no, mean I, the, I think the, of contestants. You're da- during you're the you're definitely Rob is a the, podcast year,
5: uh, uh, I I, I it, it's really the like soft underbelly of when I wasn't podcasting is really the the tough spot for me.
0: Yeah the uh, the the gua- the Guatemala era as as we like mm-hmm. to call it. Unless. Yes. Okay. Yeah. No, but I, I think we've we've developed a nice nerd squad. I think those 342ers, you're 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 clearly in there. Um I don't know. I, I think that if we um, fr- from what I've heard, I've heard I've heard that uh from 43 there's a couple contestants too who could who could hold their own. Um so hope, hope, hopefully we we'll get we we could get that going and have some 43ers competing against each other. All right, but Jordan, here we
5: are <laughs> to talk things through for the very first time on this week in Survivor History premiere week here. And so I know we must have some exciting
0: questions to talk about today. Yes, we we are going to go all the way back. This is going to be all about different uh, Survivor premieres. They nece- weren't necessarily this week in Survivor history. Premier League, I like to stick with premieres. So we are going to go to one that all did spring happen. premieres. Uh, they they are all yes. These are these are going to be from the from this uh, well for this part of the quiz. Yes, this is going to be a spring premiere that we're going to be talking about first. Okay, Survivor Marquesas. Uh, This premiered 21 years ago this week in Survivor History from February 28th, 2002. So uh, as I tweeted uh, the other day, if you were born during the Marquesas premiere, you can now legally drink in the United States. So great, great job. Have a have a have a beverage as you're listening to Twitch. Good job. Have a few Um, Coors Lights like uh, Robin Kathy did way back when. Yes. They, 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 sit those down. Of course, lights, fireball shots, whatever you want when it, when it comes to uh, Boston Rob's two people uh, drink, that uh, know what they're doing with the Coors lights. Yes. And I have, uh, some, some, maybe some light trivia for you because I think this is okay. this one you're going to, I think Warm you're gonna up? get a perfect score on this. I think you're going to do, do this well. Um, Six people got uh, voted out in the pre-merge of Survivor Marquesas, starting with, of course, this episode being that it is the premiere. Um, You have to give me those six people in order. I am going to tell you after you've locked in your order how many you have right and how many you have wrong. If you get it in one shot, you get a total of six points. Uh, If you get it in two shots, you You want the Marquesas pre-merge boots boots from, from first to six. There are six of them. Normally, when we do this game, I give you the set. I give you the people involved. I don't think I need to do that for this game.
5: Okay. All right. Well, we got things started with Peter Harkey, first survivor I ever met, besides Peter people Harkey. from Survivor at the Amazon. Then right. uh, there was Mama Pat, Patricia, okay? Then Hunter got voted out. Then Cleopatra, Sarah Jones, then Gabe, Wanted to start a new society. Uh, and then finally, it was the watermelon spitting uh, seed queen, Gina Cruz. Gina
0: Seeds Baby Cruz. Before Seeds K-Lish Baby, seeds baby right. we had we had. By the way, my uh, kids are really Gina. into everything bagels. They like them. Oh, good. That's uh, that means they are they are uh, kids of of high character and, and good taste. So good good job uh, raising raising the kids to like everything bagels, mm-hmm. um, and also good job getting a full six points. I knew you would do, you would uh, do it too well on this one. So you start with six. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is a perfect score. Uh, we are now going to go to a premiere that did not occur this week in Survivor history, and I feel like there's one season of Survivor that often gets overlooked, um, and it's because it happened when none of the other seasons happened. It, it was a summer season Survivor Borneo premiered on may 31st, 2000, almost 23 years ago. Uh, this was the, uh, the day before my, uh, my, my 10th birthday actually okay. that, uh, Borneo premiered. It's the same game. You have to give me the, uh, first six boots of Borneo. I'm not going to give you the players. You have to list them in order and lock them in.
5: Okay. This is like my eye exam, Sonia,
0: BB, Stacy, Ramona, Dirk, Joel. Dirk and Joel. Rob, I think you could have done that in your sleep. You get another six points. You're starting out. I'm so curious. Why why go to Survivor Borneo, which
5: premiered in May, to ask me a very vanilla, who were the first six boots of Survivor Borneo question?
0: Well, the, I think the fans are playing along. Not all of them are going to be able to answer every single question. I had a feeling you were. Mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't think you know maybe you could mix up like the Stacy and Ramona. But I feel like Ramona was everybody's yeah. uh, uh, first Survivor episode ever, according to uh, the Survivor BNB and mm-hmm. everyone's origin story. That was my first uh, episode. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, a lot of people have said that. I my first was uh the the first. I feel episode like uh, of with Australian the B&B, outback. most people say it was Gretchen was their first episode. That's come up, but the Ramona one has definitely come up multiple times. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so uh, yeah, I was I was late to the table though. Uh, Australian outback right after the Super Bowl premiere. Uh, mm-hmm. Deb unfortunately voted out. Um, yeah. So yeah, we're we're gonna go now to the the main game of uh, of Twish. We have I have ten survivor quotes. I am gonna read the quote. Uh, if you are able to get the the person who said the quote, not who the quote is about, the person who said the quote, um, you're going to get three points. If I have to give you one, the first hint, which is going to be the season that the player is on, you are going to okay. get uh, um, you will get two points. If I have to give you the second clue, which is the tribe, you will only get one point for each incorrect answer that you give. You will lose a point. You do not have to guess after each clue. Um, you actually don't have to guess, but you probably should because what's the fun in that? But I so lose a point every, if I guess. You lose, a, you lose a point if you're wrong. Yes. Yeah. For every incorrect answer, you lose a point. So you're starting okay. with 12. And here is your first quote. They're so freaking cocky. They're like, oh, we're never going to go to tribal council. And ugh, it's so annoying. I just want to beat them to kind of like shut them up. And by the way, these are all from premieres that are uh, even numbered seasons.
5: Yeah. Uh, I believe you want the you want the person or the season.
0: I want I want the I want the person. I'll give you okay. the season if you. need Am to. I
5: out of the game if I uh, guess wrong?
0: No. Okay. Um.
5: I believe it's my friend in recent talking
0: with T Bird guest uh, Jenna Maraska. So it's hard to do Amazon questions on here because mm-hmm. you were you were around. You know everything that was going on. Twenty but years ago were, this month, Jordan. Yep. You you were twenty year anniversary. You know, some people uh, say. Survivor, of the Amazon saved the, the franchise, you know, and so I mean, coming, coming off of Thailand, I, I coming off of Thailand, people
5: felt like, oh, Survivor, this is probably it. Uh, Survivor, Amazon brought it back. So I think arguably you could say that I completely saved both the Survivor and Big Brother Canada franchise. And I just feel like not a lot of people
0: give me that recognition. The savior of seasons that could be like in your Daenerys Targaryen. The savior of reality idol. TV. <laughs> as as a as a genre, the savior of reality TV. Yeah, I I think you could, I think you can claim that. I think that is something that you could claim. I don't know if it's true, but I think it's something that you could claim. You could make that a case. Most people probably couldn't. You could make, you make a game. TED talk. Okay, I, I you know what I'm I'm going to a present pre- a presentation party uh, in uh, this weekend where you have to make a because there was PowerPoint a lot of TED talk before everything. we
5: came along if you know what I mean.
0: <laughs> there was too much TED talk yeah, before before your season. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm going to a presentation party uh, uh, this weekend where I have to make a PowerPoint presentation and present it in front of my friends and uh, and and argue whatever point I want to make. Um, maybe I'll do this. Rob Nino saved reality TV. Mm-hmm. I haven't done any work yet, so I have I have a lot to do. Mm-hmm. Um, this is uh, how how nerdy my friends are, by the way. But I like it. Okay, um, okay. Uh, we are going to go to. Uh, well, what's quote this? This, two. Is a, this is like a, a party that you're going yeah, to. Yeah, it's, a, it's to? A, a party at someone's apartment. Yeah. This is, what is this like? Renap X? Basically, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, you've you've met some of the people I hang out with. This shouldn't surprise you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. So here's uh, here's quote number two. I'm going to bring those instincts into the game. I'll use my gut. That's it. I'm going to bring those instincts into the game. I'll use my gut. I'll use my
5: gut. You don't have to guess. Okay. Um, I have a guess. These are all from the,
0: uh, even number f- premieres. Uh, even number premieres I, yes. I, I'm going to say, I'll take a guess. Is it, is okay. it Kellen Bechtold? It is not Kellen. So you lose a point point. and I can tell you now, I'm going to give you the, uh, the, the first clue from Korong.
5: Um you know, take those instincts into the game. I'll use my gut. I mean, is there anybody out there that uh is, is this an ironic Joe Del Campo
0: of that are you making a joke? I think when you get this, you'll realize that it's not an unfair question. Hmm. That's your that's a clue. Oh, that's oh, a free it Dar- clue. was it Darnell? Darnell Hamilton, right before he said he was, his gut was telling him to use the bathroom and and uh, poop in the <laughs> poop in the ocean. Yeah, uh, Boy, was but that was like half the quote. You you get that? Yeah, but why would I'm not going to give you the an iconic that you Survivor quote? I think it's a, it leads up to a, an iconic Survivor quote, or at least a quote that you've used as a, a anybody who's listening and you knew that
5: one based off of that off of the the first clue. Please, hey. like tag me on Twitter.
0: This, this is how, how the game, anyway. you, you didn't have to, you didn't have to guess. Mm-hmm. You knew that, look, you knew it was even numbered season. So it basically, I'm not using this quote unless it's Kellen or Darnell mm-hmm. because they are the two survivors known. And I guess Joe Del Campo could have been a good one too. I didn't think of that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he, these is the the two quote, guys, are the next quote. Guys, we got tree mail. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. The, the next quote is actually guys. We got tree mail. Um, no, just kidding. Quote number three. And you have 16 points right now because you, you lost one, but gained two on that, on that question. So you're still, you still got a positive point. Okay. Um, I feel like we are not going as fast as we should because we are still working on the primary shelter while the kitchen and the bathroom are yet to be built.
5: Okay, I think that somebody is making a joke on the primary shelter. Um, All right, let me get the season.
0: This is from Survivor Fiji. Okay. Fiji premiere. Um,
5: It's probably somebody from the... Good camp. Uh, I, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. Uh, it's Earl.
0: It is not Earl. So you lose a point. Uh, you have 15. And the tribe. This person was not on a tribe when the quote is given, but they mm-hmm. end up on Ravu. Okay. Um. I'm gonna say.
5: Uh. Stacy. No. Oh. I say. Uh. Sylvia.
0: Sylvia. You did not say final answer, so Sylvia is correct. The architect uh, got my of, S names uh, Fiji. Yes, you get your point back. You are now up at uh, sixteen. Sylvia, Sylvia yeah. the uh, you talking talking about building on on Fiji. That that was the clue there. So yeah, I think you you see the game now. You see where this is going. They're not all iconic <laughs> I, quotes. None
6: of these. Yes,
0: none of these are iconic quotes. But you can use Survivor trivia to get the answers right. If they were okay. iconic quotes, it would be way too easy. Sure. All right. So question number four. The real tall boy. I think he's like a geek. I think I should be able to lead him around real easy. Who said this quote? I believe uh, Sandy said that. Sandy Bergen said it, and not for any points. But who did uh, she say it about? Who's uh, the tall geek? <laughs> yes, Stephen, the tall geek of <laughs> Sur- Survivor token genes is correct. Uh, you have a total of nineteen points. Mm. Uh, question number five. Am I doing five. good? You are doing good. Yeah, you're okay. definitely on the trajectory to win. I don't. Again, I sometimes come into this not really knowing how many points you need to win. Really, um, that surprises yeah. me. Yeah, I, hey, you. That should not surprise you. Yeah, you, <laughs> you think I, I could calculate this and figure out like what what like the I mean I mean what's a winning score? I mean, is it like a uh, replacement level Survivor trivia person, or is it is it you? I think I, I think the score would be pretty high. Um, but I mm. think that right now you're living up to uh, the, the uh, high expectations. Um, uh, and we are going to question number five my life has definitely been easier because I'm better looking than most people. And that sounds terrible. It sounds awful, but it's the truth. My looks will definitely help me. 39 days and a million bucks in my pocket at the end. Hmm. Um, I think like
5: it's going to be one of the brains versus brawn versus beauty, um, but I think I'm going to want to hear a
0: the season okay so this is going to be for two points then if you're right this is from survivor co wrong and yes you logic out that it's from a brains i'm gonna say it's from uh it's nick maiorano the mayo jar nick maiorano is correct Mm. another former uh blogger on rob has a website yeah yeah not too not too many of those still are still around yep that was a thing uh so you have a total of 21 points right now and we're going to question number six she's beautiful any idiot can see that
5: I feel like that's another um half
0: quote um uh let me hear the season it is from survivor all-stars survivor, uh, uh, boston rob said that boston rob on the chapara tribe with you was talking about you mm-hmm. uh, so, so uh that is correct um now of course talking about uh his, his wife amber i like that he talks about i believe it was uh heroes versus villains talks about having one kid now he has four kids so that's kind of cool mm-hmm. um i did not use uh use that quote but it's like my old podcast with akiva yeah, um, the the he's yeah. Akiva's like had like what? How many kids since you since you started podcasting? Um, I don't know if he has two or on. three It'll when we on. started. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if that came up on Pod Friends. Yeah, um, yeah, I still got to listen to the Akiva pod fans. I'm I'm behind with this this Austin trip, Rob. I'm mm-hmm. very behind on my uh, my podcast listening, but I have listened to all the uh, the 44 uh, preseason stuff. So okay, good. You're least, ready. At least I'm there. I'm I'm ready for the season. Well, yes. I'm I've, I've, i mean, ready. We watched the first episode. Yeah, we, we did. It was fantastic. Great premiere. One of the best premieres. Mm-hmm. Um, question number seven. First vote off of season blank. It's not even a vote the blank is a word that is redacted first vote of season blank first vote of season blank it's not even a vote
5: i don't know um i uh, there's a lot of different ways
0: that i could uh, let me hear the season okay so i could i could fill in the uh, redacted word it is first vote of season 42 it's not even a vote First vote of season forty-two. It's not even a
5: vote. Um, I, I mean, I think it would be too obvious if it, if it was Zach. Um, I'll say,
0: did Daniel say that? That is wrong. You lose a point, so you're at twenty-two. I can give you the tribe is Ika, which was the blue tribe. I guess did Zach say it? It was Zach. You get that. You get your point back. Okay. You're 23. Uh, yeah. Zach Wartenberger, former uh, Twitch contestant, did say that because he was the first person to go up to vote, but he did not vote. He played the shot in the dark. Um, so we are going to question number eight. You are and He said that fan. when he was voting? He said that when he was not voting. Yes.
6: Yes. Okay.
0: <laughs> so we're going to question number eight. People are expecting me to be that guy they saw on blank. You know, that guy who stuck by his word and done everything he had to do. But this game is completely different because everyone saw me play. Um, i'm gonna guess here okay okay uh gonna guess jt well you're risking it did you get the biscuit yes you did three points uh you have a total of 26 yes uh jt uh the good old boy uh, uh they all saw mm-hmm. they also saw his his game on uh on token jeans and he came back did not work as well on heroes versus villains uh but yes, that, that mm-hmm. is correct. So you have 26. We're going to our second to last quote. Let's play it hard right from the beginning. Let's get rid of the weak players even before we start. And this is going to set the tone for the whole time. No idea. Okay. So the season is token genes. Oh, uh, is a coach? It is coach. So you're going to, you're going to get two points. Uh, you have 28 mm-hmm. total. Mm-hmm. Yes. That he's talking, uh, uh, of course, about uh, voting out Sierra uh, or thinking they were voting out, out Sierra before the game even began, but she really, she and Sandy didn't have to go on the trek. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we have one more, you have 28. Um, I think if you get, if you get at least a two here, you're going to get the win. If okay. you, if you need both clues, I don't, I don't think you're going to, you're, you're getting the point. So let's, let's do it. Um, 10. Need any advice on how to raise a baby to be happy and well-adjusted child? I'll be very happy to give you some advice. Thank you.
5: Need any advice on how to raise a baby?
0: Well-adjusted child. I, I need the season. Okay, I'm going to give you the season. It is Survivor Micronesia. Need any advice on how to raise a baby? Um... I'm gonna guess. Uh, was did Cerise say that about the Oslitz? It was not Cerise, so you lose a point. Oh, uh, Twenty-seven. Boy. I'll I'll give you the tribe. It was the it was the favorites. It was the Malakal tribe. Did Penner say it? It was not Penner. It was Yao Man. So you finished with 26 points. Mm-hmm. Yao Man uh, pushed, pushed Johnny Fair. And this is in the voting booth, uh, as everyone's voting for Fair Play. Uh, he had earlier pushed, pushed Fair Play into a boat, um, But it doesn't really look intentional to me. But I, I think uh, Fair Play claims otherwise. But yes, yeah, Yao, Yao Man was uh, talking about the fact that uh, Fair Play wanted to go home. He asked the tribe to vote him out to uh, take care of his, his newborn baby. Um, or I think the baby hadn't been born yet. I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, that's, that's what, that was Yao Man's parenting advice. And I'm going to say this. You, okay. you got a lot of points. I know I said, if you get the one, you're not going to get the win. I will give you the win. Don't give me a get- pity win. Okay. I won't give you the pity win, but we still get to do the verbal rebus. I'll okay, still give you fine. the honor and, and Jervis of, uh, of doing the verbal rebus. I feel like this was a little bit longer of a quiz. So I did a shorter verbal rebus, which I think you like where players like Eliza Orleans and Cliff Robinson have found themselves outside of Survivor. That's the first clue. We say it again. Uh, Where players like Eliza Orleans and Cliff Robinson have found themselves outside of Survivor. Court? Yeah. (laughs) Plus an injury to this part of the body caused the only quit quit on David versus Goliath. Yes, a knee. Good. Plus, the celestial body in which Tony Vlachos has claimed to strategize with.
5: The celestial body that Tony
0: Vlachos has, has claimed to strategize with. You already have Courtney. <laughs> uh, Courtney Moon? Courtney Moon. That okay. is correct, Rob. You get the verbal rebus right. So, I don't think you get the win for the game, but you did get the verbal rebus. Congratulations. That's the, the friends game we made the game. along the way. Yes, exactly. The, mo- yeah. the moons we strategize with along the way. Okay, all right, Jordan Kalish. Uh, where can people keep up with you, Jordan? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Jordan Kalish. Uh, I've I've uh, my Instagram also at Jordan Kalish. Not too much Survivor content there, but sometimes there is. You never know. Um, and uh, yeah, that's uh, I'll be tweeting my thoughts about uh, the season, and uh, I look forward to talking to, talking to you next week with more trivia questions. All
5: right, we'll be back. Love to get the feedback on the Twish quiz. Thank you so much, Jordan. And we'll talk to you next week. Love you, bae. All right, everybody. There you have it. Jordan Kalish uh, has been doing this for a very long time. Uh, always fun to have him back here to have some fun at the end of these Survivor exit interviews. Uh, we are going to have a lot of fun all week long. I will be uh, next speaking with the patrons of Rob as a Podcast. We'll be doing our weekly Survivor happy Hour, or patron rehappy hour, uh, we actually call it. But today, it will be a Survivor Rehappy Hour. I will be taking calls from the patrons. That is a patron only podcast. I will be live at 2 p.m. Eastern, and I will be uh, taking calls for about an hour with the patrons of Rob as a Podcast from our patron community on Discord and on Facebook. So uh, looking forward to that one. Then I'll talk to Mariah. I will be bringing the patrons the very first burning question. It's something I'm really excited to get to do this season. Uh, It was really inspired by what I did with the all Gabler rewatch at the end of last season. I'd love to be able to produce a piece of content like that every single week. I will be working on that on Fridays and then the patrons uh, will have exclusive access to that for five days before we drop it as a podcast on Wednesday morning for everybody else uh, to get the chance to watch it right before the next episode starts uh, if you want to get premium content and the opportunity to connect with me and rob as a planet plus access to a bunch of international reality tv shows head on over to rob is a website.com slash patron would love to see you there plus check out everything else coming up your way in our survivor podcast feed at rob is a website.com slash survivors thank you so much for listening to our first double exit interview of the season take care everybody. Have a good one bye